Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. 802 in the AM, Ken McCusick from Film Study Baltimore joins us. Good morning, Ken. Life's good, Rob. How about you? Doing good. Doing good. Now, Ken, Nelson Aguilar. Jeremy and I discussed that at uh, about 6.15 this morning. I, I like the idea. He's not your number one, two, three. When you throw tight ends, he's like five or six. With the numbers that he picked up and what it's going to cost you, cost you, I like the move. Yeah, me too. It's it's a it's a really good back end of the roster kind of move. I we we have to see what the terms are to really rate it in a significant way. But Aguilar had a had a very good year last year. Great extended play chemistry with Lamar. Eight point five yards per target, which is most important stat for wide receiver. If you if you look at that, um, and here's the big one: he had a seventy seven point eight percent catch rate last year, which was the highest of his career by eighteen percentage points. So he never had been mm-hmm. over over the low sixties before. Right. So. Uh, outstanding. Hey, what about, I mean, I, I love that you do this when you talk about winners and uh, from the signings, non-signings. Can you go over a couple of those names of who you think's in good now after this uh, date has passed? All right. Well, so the, the, one of the big non-signings was Kevin Zeitler, of course. And and uh, there was rumors that negotiations were going on. Uh, they obviously didn't get to the finish line. It's not impossible that he can be back, but a lot of the incentive is gone. So then we look at that move, and, and the two biggest winners are Cleveland and Voorhees, who presumably were fighting over one guard spot, but now they have two guard spots. The Ravens still have the possibility of bringing back John Simpson, and they have the possibility of a draft pick, but I think those are two guys who, who clearly win from that. Uh, I think I would probably say Stanley is more likely to stay with Zeitler gone. Is that you? You do it now. A lot of people say Stanley's gone because they need the money to sign Matabike, but uh, but you know, I think I think I would look I at it as so. more like this. I thought he was gone because of that same reason. To be honest with you, I, but the problem is like trying to judge right uh, how much dead cap money you really want on there for the player. Is the, is the for lack of a better term, is the juice worth the squeeze of cutting him and eating that money, or just having him on the roster? Right, that's yeah. the, the difficult part of it. I mean, just to address that, the, the entry barrier at left tackle specifically is enormously high. So they either have to go out and almost certainly spend their first-round draft pick to get the position, which they might have to anyway, mm-hmm. even for a two-year plan, drafting number 30. Um, but anyway, they, they they otherwise would have to go out and play a lot of cap on the market, which they obviously don't have. So you, there's no replacement to be had for Stanley that can be had for $8.3 million, which is the savings if you cut him. Here with Ken McCusick, filmstudybaltimore.com. Again, you talked about it at pack number 30. And we know how the Ravens were under Ozzy. We really haven't seen Eric DaCosta put at this test yet. Is it best for them to try to move up and get what they want? 
or stockpile picks and move back? Because I don't know what's really going to be there at number 30, whether it's worth it. Right. So that, that's the big question, of course. Now, there's only a couple positions where that fifth-year option is super valuable. They, have to, they happen to potentially be drafting one of them if they draft a left tackle. Mm-hmm. If they um, go back and they get two picks in the second round or a second and a third round pick um, by by trading number trading out a number one, um, I, I think that is very viable. I don't think they'll move up. I just don't see how they do that. The, yeah. I think the way that it would happen if if they were going to do it would be a blockbuster deal where Matabike goes under the tag. They get back a second or even a, a low first round pick. They move up by trading both of those to get the left tackle of the future. You know that way yeah. they they could do something like that, but I with a current amount of draft capital, moving up is just really out of the question. Okay, have you looked into the post June first cuts and and the potential there? Yeah, so they have they, the big one is is Odell Beckham. So the, if they if they get him because of the new extension they came to, um, they move I think it's eleven point one million of cap to twenty four, uh, sorry to twenty five. Uh, instead of in 24. And so I, he had a contract last year, had void years. They all hit, except, or they all would have hit, but but they but they had this new extension that uh, allowed them to extend some money. Actually, a really great way of doing it. Um, but he, I, I don't expect Odell to be back. Uh, and I think in general, you know, I, I, get, I hear the question a lot on Twitter of, how do you expect the Ravens to, to, to get over the hump and win the AFC championship game? When if they just run out the same players, and you know, it comes to mind that mm-hmm. the Ravens are going to have a worse team than they had last year, no matter what. I mean, they had one of the greatest teams of all time last year, and they're you know, for starters, you have regression from that. But even if you didn't, you weren't just talking about regression. They they have a team that has nowhere near the resources to pay the players again this yep. year. So we got to just kind of accept that as a starting point and say, you know, they got to try and compete, do more with less. Yeah, I, it's 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 a situation that the Ravens are put in. And uh, when you pay your quarterback, that's what happens. Kevin McCusick joins us. One of the positions that you don't have to address, in my opinion, and maybe for a little while, tight end. Baltimore Ravens are loaded at that. You have an all-pro tight end and a kid who, in my opinion, has all-pro talent. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, likely just was an incredible revelation this last year. And, uh, you know, the, it's funny because the, the team went – to many, many fewer snaps at tight end. They had a, a drop of 868 snaps effectively that were by tight ends or fullbacks uh, from, from one year to the next. They had a drop in tight end targets from 195 to 110, and yet the efficiency of those targets is at a whole other level. So they had uh, specifically Andrews, who'd been on a pretty consistent decline in terms of his passer rating throwing to him, was back up to 135.7 throwing the ball to him. Likely... Mm-hmm. 152.5, and Kolar, who almost got no playing time, 144.0. As a group, these guys are just outstanding. And I've been calling, feel like a hypocrite doing this, but I've been calling for years for tight end targets to be reduced in the offense because I thought on the margin they weren't as efficient as those those initial targets. Now they get cut by 85, and I'm thinking, wow, with 12 touchdowns, no interceptions, I wish they had more tight end targets. Yeah. Now, let me Let me get your thoughts on this because – you know, as we start to look at certain things, you mentioned Zeitler and the fact that they didn't offer the extension. Do you think that's done done now that he's definitely not coming back? It's pretty certain. And the reason I say this, okay, so it could be the Ravens just say, okay, Kevin, we know we can't come to an agreement right now, but here, take this price to the market. At the worst case, we'll put a floor on this so that we maximize our compensatory draft pick and you do as well as you can. No harm, no foul. If you come back and you can't get this this offer match, we can still still do it. And obviously, they've lost the the 
the ability to um, get those void years rolled into that, but they could still come back and, and have a contract. I think it's probably likely that somebody comes back out of this group, whether it's Edwards or Zeitler, potentially. Um, you know, and, and when I say likely, maybe 55% out of that group. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, 55% is uh, – there's just a lot of roster uh, movements going to be on this football yeah. team. It's, this, this roster, I think, is going to look a lot different. Listen, we got one of our favorite callers on hold, and I think that the question that he has will be good for you. Let's go to Antonio and Rosedale. What's up, Antonio? Good morning. How are you guys doing? Doing good. well. How are you, man? Good. Hi, Ken. Hi, Antonio. How you doing? Good. Happy Taco Tuesday, guys. Thank you very much. Besides Derrick Henry, what other free agents should the Ravens be looking at? And you guys have a wonderful day. You have a wonderful day, too. Besides Derrick Henry, because we yes. heard a lot about that. So I think most of their shopping will be from the bargain bin again this year, and people will have a problem with that, of course. It, I, don't, I don't see them going out and getting a big-name skill position player on offense at all, so there may be some problems with that. But they, they'll, edge rusher is a place where the Ravens have consistently found talent. And I don't think Owe and Ajabo are enough. I don't think you know enough specifically about who Ajabo is mm-hmm. to, to really bank on him. So I think they'll go to the edge rusher bargain bin again. Kyle Van Noy would make a lot of sense if they could bring him back reasonably cheap. If they can't, they'll go out and find somebody new. And, and the edge rusher group is one the Ravens have just been outstanding at finding older talent. Ken, tell us all about uh, film study. Yeah, well, the website is out there, filmstudybaltimore.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, at filmstudyravens. we got uh, position reviews this week, and then beginning of next week, we have an interesting episode, crossover episode, about the, the Wrexham football team in, in oh. uh, England. If you haven't uh, heard about that or maybe seen the Hulu show. There you go. Thanks very much, Ken. Always a pleasure. Uh, 8.30, we'll do an update from the yard. Orioles position players. Some people believe in maybe too many of them, Jeremy. Uh, but on the other side, we get stupid with Jeremy Carr. Yeah, we're going to talk about something that people are getting high off of now, which is really, really strange to me. How about a girl whose dad got her best friend pregnant? He's 49, she's 23. We tell that story. And also, a disturbed woman who slept with her brother's rotting corpse for five years in their home in utter filth. Five you know, years? I love these stories. We'll talk about it. And lastly, I got one extra one five for you, Rob. Five years? Fair or foul, the woman who refused to leave a tip because the waitress called her husband sweetheart. Love these coming up in the world of stupid next here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get dumb, dumb, dumb. How about this story? Um, let's see how you feel about this. A woman who purposely read, uh, wrote where the tip goes. Um, you, you know, you paid for your meal. Her meal was twenty five seventeen. Where it says tip, it says don't call my husband sweetheart. This kind of, I mean, come on. I say babe all the time, and I don't know who I picked it up from or how it's. I call everybody babe, guys, gals. I'll, it doesn't matter. I'll say babe. A friend of mine told me that females were the worst tippers. Really? Yeah. Well, I was told growing up that black people were. So does that mean she black said, females are the worst tippers? She said females are the worst tippers. Did you just call out black women? No. No, no, no. it sounds like. No. Took a shot at black people and women. No, I didn't. I never take a shot at black women. Never. <laughs> never. Uh-uh. How about, can't get me on that. How I, will about, take, I will take a shot at John Rollo face-to-face before I took a radio shot at black women. All right. <laughs> Well, how about what people are using now to get high? I don't know if you guys have seen this. It's it's a big uh, thing going on over in South Asia. People are smoking scorpions. What? Yep. Uh, the high is said to be so powerful that it outstrips heroin and can last from 10 hours to three days. But the person spends the first six hours in pain while their body adjusts to the toxins, which can possibly lead to death. That sounds fun. Like, <laughs> Let's do that. Joe, you've been to concerts where people are uh, inhaling, snorting. Yeah, because these things basis. are on the same level. <laughs> as soon as I said it, the look his face. Have you ever snorted a scorpion? Oh, no, just... Uh... I've eaten a scorpion. I ate a scorpion in Key West. Um, Why? It was, Why? Cause it, it, it's not, it, it wasn't a poisonous scorpion. No, it was in a, it was in the tequila or whatever. You know, no, like, it's just it, like, like, why do people do things like that? Because they get a t-shirt with it. And then they didn't even have it in my size. And Rob, white people love t-shirts. Yeah. So I paid 30 bucks for that shot that came with the t-shirt that said I eat a Free scorpion. Free t-shirt. White person's like, yep. And it doesn't even fit me. <laughs> I paid 30 bucks to get a scorpion. Belly shirt on you now. Yeah. Hoo-wee. My family went to 10 bucks too and all they brought me was a t-shirt. And I'm happy about it. But like, you say? Who, who's the first person that says, hey, let's, let's try to smoke this scorpion? It's ridiculous, man. It's like what people were doing with bath salts and all this other nonsense. It's like, we we got to find something to get high off of, and this other stuff's not working. Bath salts? Yeah. You know, people were, were they smoking that? Is that what it was? Smoking? Bath salts? Yeah, yeah smoking it. Yeah. Man. Then they were eating people's faces Man, and things. I, Craziness. All right, let's get to these last two stories. See how you feel about this. I don't get this stuff, man. My dad, 49, got my friend, 23, pregnant. She's a lazy gold digger. Daddy's got to have it. Looking at the pictures of these two, it's it's pretty interesting. Um, but sneakily having sex with Bestie's boomer father and winding up pregnant within five months of meeting him is where most gals would draw the line. So I think the friendship is over. You um, think? Here's the, our here. Let me stepmother. You, you want to look and see? There's the the daughter, the gal pal, and the dad in the middle. Dad looks good for a forty nine year old man, but like you can't be dating your daughter's friends, right? No. Period. No. I just, I don't know. So many women out there, but. No. Look, eh, ah, she's cute. She is, but what did you just say? 
I, There's so many women out there. Man. No, no, no. I, I, I get that. That, but you oh, know, just go, go, go over there. Yeah. <laughs> go, go over there. I have a. I found this out recently. A girl that I graduated high school with is dating the father of another guy that I went to high school with. Were they friends though? No, they were neighbors. He is forty-two years older than her. Oh. He left his wife to be with her, but waited until he he did something to wait so that like if they would have gotten divorced too early, he, she would have gotten part of his pension. Oh, he waited for the financing rates to go down. He traded yeah. in for the younger model. And then they like went public with it. And I was like, this can't be real. And then my girlfriend is friends with this girl. I was like, no, I've known about this for a long time. We weren't allowed to say anything about it. So your age. girlfriend knew about it? Yeah. And didn't say anything to you about it? I mean, I didn't care if it was anything to me, but she just said we're not talking about, supposed to talk about it at all because like, it could be illegal. I love that. Now you're talking about it on the radio. Nobody knows who it is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They'll figure. They don't know who it is, and all of a sudden they come to the party. It's like, oh, you're the one dating someone 42 years old. <laughs> Whatever. Don't do anything illegal, and maybe you won't get in trouble. Like, it's not that hard. When I, I was like, that's disgusting, man. Disgusting. He broke it down. <laughs> and then, like, all, like who would have thought, like, oh, man, look, your new stepmom's only, like, 18 months older than you. That's cool. Joe was like, nobody's going to know, and then he has a... a you know, a cookout over his house. Yeah. It's like, why'd that girl bring her dad? <laughs> Whose grandpa is that? Oh, my gosh. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. 42 You're years. 30. Yeah. So this dude is 72 years old? Yes. Yeah, that's not cool. Mm. She's a gold digger. He is loaded, too. She's a gold digger. Yeah. Ain't no doubt about it. She's a gold digger. All right. Well, hey, girls got to make a living. Let's talk about a girl that is not a gold digger. She just loves her family. Disturbed woman. I ain't said she a gold digger. Disturbed sister, I should say, slept with brother's rotting corpse for five oh years in a home with utter filth. In a case that's uh, sent shockwaves through Australia, a woman lived with her brother's dead body for up to five years in a rat-infested house. Multiple complaints were made about the mentally unwell woman, a, whor- a known hoarder who kept piles of rubbish about to say something in else. and around. Yeah. A known hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it really smells in here. Yeah, don't close the door. You're going to let the stank out for so many reasons. As well as they they found a skeleton. Her brother went missing a number of years ago, but the woman was arrested on unrelated matters. His bloody skeleton was removed from the stinking... God, that just sounds awful. I'm eating right now. They found as well as... And I have hot sauce. Listen to this. As well as the skeleton, officers found floor-to-ceiling rubbish, rats, dead possums, and human feces... Ew, it's feces. Hey, Greg. Feces. Feces. Gross. Double turds. I mean, that's just, like, do smells set you off? Yes. I'm the same. I've been part of some horrific odors. Yes. And, like, I'm a known slob. I guess I could say that. Like, I, you know, I'm. I'm the guy you get in his car, and you're like, man, come on. Let me move this stuff off the seat so so you can get in it. There's always (laughs) stuff in my car. But like if something it's, it's smells junky, but is it nasty? No, there's no, a difference. Like, uh, well, maybe it's a little nasty. I don't know. But I'm also sharing that car with my oldest son, so yeah, it is a little nasty. That being said, like when I smell something, something smells. I can't be around it. And I understand that people get used to those smells, like people with cats, or uh, if you smoke. You know, there's all different types of things. If you live in a house that's wet all the time and you just smell like mildew, or 
mold. Let's say you take your clothes out of the, you leave them in the wash for too long and you let them dry and they have that, that smell will, it just sets it off for me. I don't know how someone could live in a house mm-hmm. that smells like just dead animals, poo. It's the poo. There's poo in there. It's disgusting. Ugh. The average house price currently sits at an eye-watering uh, $1.1 where she was staying. So this wasn't like some cheap place she was at. She was in a really nice house. And just let it go to crap. So there's your world of stupid. Thank you very much, Jay Khan. The NBA answering All-Star Day questions again. We'll talk about that at 845. But on the other side, the first world problems of the Baltimore Orioles. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Update from the yard on the fan. We've had some a few awesome surprises here the last few years. Hopefully we have a couple more of those this year of guys that maybe we're not expecting as much, maybe forecast something a little bit differently, and all of a sudden they turn into a Yenir Cano all-star first half. So, Oh, Yenir Cano. Haven't heard that name in a while. Ryan O'Hearn. Mm. Got it. Wasn't an all-star, but put together, put up some big numbers for the Orioles. Folks are uh, discussing a lot, Jeremy, about the, the depth of the Baltimore Orioles and what are they going to do with some of these guys in the depth. They have deep depth. Deep depth. That's what you want, right? You've got prospects galore. Yeah. You're uh, the number one farm system in all of baseball. Uh, you have a team that won their division last year. And, uh, you know, for many fans, you know, thoughts, disappointed in the postseason. But that's okay. you got another year to do it. Yep. A lot of talent here. Um, so, I, I don't have an issue with it. I, I know a lot of people are saying, hey, you got to move some guys. You got to do this. You want to make too a three soon, for one. Too soon, Jeremy. Too soon. You don't have to rush anything right oh, now. Oh, you don't have to. You won, you won 101 games last year. You went out and fortified your starting rotation. Uh, you went out and got a back of the bullpen guy to, to, to balance out losing Batista. You're not you're not trading top-notch prospects for bullpen help. You're not doing that. If you do that, stupid. You go from within to get the bullpen help. Or you get guys that are out there who help people in the bullpen. I I don't understand what the rush is to unload guys. Either the young guys or the older guys. Nothing has happened yet. You know what I mean? If these guys go and rake it up in spring training and you can make a deal for somebody else, 
and moving somebody on, then go ahead and do it. Other than that, I don't like it. There's no, I mean, there's no reason to rush to anything. Like even, um, you know, the stories that were out about the Orioles possibly being interested in Lazardo or still interested in Dylan Cease, which I think both of those things are true. You are. Why wouldn't you be interested in, in getting pitchers that have control? Um, but I don't think that you all of a sudden, because of the stuff going on with Bradish, that you got to go. Oh my God, we got to get somebody right now. No, you don't have to. You like you have a ton of starting pitching. You got through it last year. Like we were talking about when they made the um, acquisition for Corbin Burns, who's the odd man out, right? Like mm-hmm. if Tyler Wells had to go back in the rotation, is that an awful thing to start the season? No, but you got time to figure out all that stuff. Yeah, I don't. It's almost like the uh, the uh, commercial. The Carvana commercial with Kristen Bell. Hold. Yeah. Hold. Hold, man. Chill out. Don't make a move yet. I'm a little upset that you went to that car commercial, not Braveheart, because it's you know, that's where that comes from. Can I can I tell you something? Yeah. Secret between you and me. Mm-hmm. Nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. Never saw the movie. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of historical inaccuracies in it, <laughs> but it is one of my favorite movies of all time. If not my favorite. I never saw it. Saw it. Well, I mean, look, they uh, <clears throat> the way that that story goes, Rob, is they tell him to build spears twice as long as a man, but then somebody says some men are longer than others. Your mother's been talking about me, huh? You know, see, like the, the ongoing back and forth between the guys, and that's when they talk about the hold. You got to hold because you got the long spears. I think I just went and did I just scratch my elbow again? Is that what I just did? Yeah, you did. I'm no, sorry, no you gave me uh, information that um, you didn't need. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want that. Anyway. I didn't see the movie. Well, I mean, go watch it. I, it doesn't interest me now. Doesn't. But nonetheless, I, I think you know with all the with all the talent that they have, this is a good time to be an Oriole fan. Let's not rush some of these guys up to the majors and out of the organization. Um, you know, you may get a situation where you know, let's say Cedric goes back to having a, a year similar to what he had before. Let's say Mountcastle puts something. Magic numbers, and you can move him. Let's say, I mean, you never know. You know, sell high, sell high. Don't sell them right now. Wait till these guys really start cranking it up. Well, that's what you want to do. I mean, you want to get them at the best possible uh, or in the best possible situation, right? Like, you don't want to sit here and sell. We were talking about Mountcastle last year. Remember, somebody was saying you can't even trade him now that when he was going through the yep. vertigo stuff. Yep. Like, you can't even trade him. Do you want to sell low right now? It's like, no, I don't. I don't want to trade him when he's at his lowest. Like there's no, you're not forced to move him on. I mean, you can read the situation and roll with it accordingly. And I think uh, the Orioles did the right thing last year by letting this play out. And you saw, like he's still Toronto's daddy, right? <laughs> he sure is. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to Rashawn in Baltimore. What's up, Rashawn? Hey, good morning, fellas. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hey, I'm all right, man. Yeah, I forgot y'all was off yesterday, man. I was on the way to work, you know, wanting to talk to y'all, but then. I heard Rita's sweet voice, so it made my day even better, though. Yeah. You know, so uh, I can get to that use of that voice every day. Oh, so oh, um, you, you shooting your shot right now? Nah, nah, Rita, cool. Rita, the homie, though. You know, I ain't shooting my shot. I just like her voice. You know, mm. she know that. You know, I think she's saying somebody anyway. Do you like? So, um, you like Rob's voice or my voice too? <laughs> nah, man, nah, not at all. Don't start that, Jeremy. <laughs> but listen, man. Let me get to my point, man. Um. But listen, uh, I think the Orioles do need to make another uh, trade for a uh, starting pitcher because I'm, I'm anticipating maybe Bradish might be out the whole year. And I'm not really trusting Wells coming back into the rotation 
And then I'm not, you know, too sold on, you know, Kramer having a great year because he just imploded in the playoffs, man. He just he lasted. He 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 picked the whole year to, to have his pitch's worst game in my belief. So like, what, so so, so when you when you don't have a good playoff, your career is done. Now, I ain't saying it's done though, but it, it was just so, mighty funny to me. He pitched great, all, decent all year, but only lasted one, one what does, inning. What does what does that have to do with this the expectations of this year? I mean, he could improve, but I'm I'm, I'm just it, looking at the things. I'm worst case scenario. But no, I mean, I just think that's the, to say he didn't produce in the postseason means you know Barry Bonds was a two forty five hitter in the postseason, two forty five. Does that have anything to do with his his regular season numbers? Was was four, with the juice or without the juice? Two for two for career career two forty five. I mean, okay. the best of it. So I don't I don't I mean. Rashawn, you take situations and act like it's it's never been done before in baseball. I mean, that's not – you can't all of a sudden doubt the man with his ability because he didn't produce in his first postseason. His first postseason. He wasn't productive. Oh, I doubt him. <laughs> in that game, the one the one game. The one. <laughs> his first in the postseason. Now that's that's who he is. Barry Barnes had 48 games about at 245. Mm. That 245 batting average is not the reason he's not in the Hall of Fame. No. <laughs> no. Hey, look, hey, you're, people are going to look at it how they want to regarding the players you have and what they want to do with them. And some people think it's fantasy baseball and move this guy for that guy and go get this. It's You got to have a dance partner, first off. You got to have something they want. The weird position that the Orioles are in now is that they have a ton of prospects that everybody wants. And now people want too much. <laughs> They're asking for too much when you make these trades, at least according to the Orioles. So, um, or or the fact that we haven't seen these trades. So we'll see what happens throughout the regular season. But I don't think there's any rush whatsoever to make a move. No, 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 no rush or judgment on players either. You know, it's a long way to go. Four ten five eight three, one zero five seven is the number. Shovels at nine fifteen. But on the other side, Jeremy, a big NBA fan, huge NBA fan. Now in the league is again. Uh, dealing with questions this time about the All-Star game at the Adam Silver, a promise will be more competitive. That, my friend, was not competitive. We're talking NBA up next on The Fan. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 846 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Shows on the fan. Jeremy, as a, a music uh, fan like I am, would you agree that there aren't many better intros of music than this one? This one's great. <laughs> Not a whole lot better. There's, there's, there are some, yeah. but this is this ranks right up there. One of the best first lines of music is Tupac Hail Mary. Okay. I'm not a killer, but don't push me. Anyway, NBA, <laughs> NBA, 397 points total in the All-Star game. 397 points. LeBron James, how can we make this game more competitive? Man, I don't know. I mean, I think it's something we need to figure out. You know, I don't know where's the median because this is what this is what a lot of the games are starting to look like now, too. You know, we wanted to 
um, get more, you know, more pace into the games. We want to get more shots. We want the game to be more free-flowing. We stopped letting the game be freedom of movement, a lot of freedom of movement now, and that's what a lot of our games is in the regular season now. They let us tighten up in the postseason. Um, so it's a, it's a deeper dive into a conversation of how we can um, sure up this game. Um, obviously, from a player's perspective, you know, it's fun to get up and down, but at the end of the day, our competitive nature don't like just being able to just have free-flowing scoring like that. So, But the, I think the, the good thing that came out of tonight is none of the players were injured and everybody came out unscathed or, you know, how they were before the game started. So, um, but so it's a deeper conversation. I feel like Bill Cosby on the Cosby show when Theo gave him an explanation. And he says, son, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's what I feel right now. I brought that's you into this world and I can take that's you the, out. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Free, free flowing. You don't know, you don't know the solution. Play defense, LeBron. It's a simple solution. Free flowing. Let us get up and down. You were playing, Jeremy. Tell me they weren't going half speed. Well, they weren't playing any defense. Tell me they weren't going half speed on offense. Though they're well, they were throwing passes long, running to them, half speed, gathering themselves and dunking with no, no resistance. I think there were four blocks total in the game. One of them was Steph Curry as he snuck somebody from behind. The other two, I think, two of the other ones were strips. You know, of guys going up for shots and somebody actually slapping down, but there's just no defense. It's not. It's not even a matter of like you don't even really see guys even get up to to play D at all. Like yeah. they're just standing there and watching. And the perfect example, <clears throat> and they laughed about it, and it's going to be a highlight is the one I brought up earlier: Jokic and Luca passing the ball to one another without it touching the floor all the way down, and everybody just watching. Not, just nobody puts their hands up. They just let it happen. Yeah. Jokic taps it behind his head to somebody else for a dunk at the end, and then they just pick up the ball, throw it down. I brought up the other play where Luka tried to throw an oop to himself, and he got hung on the rim. Yeah. That's the play where Damian Lillard grabs the rebound. And a half court. And shoots a half court shot and drills it. I, like So nobody's going to complain because he made it. But look at how many, like, it well, was still just crazy uncontested. Yeah. Uncontested, man. I just, to say that you have no idea how to make it competitive <laughs> It's to me hilarious. You are. It's, I said it before. The NBA is the most arrogant league, tone deaf league in all the professional sports. They don't care about you. They do not care about you. In fact, they'd rather do it without you. You being a fan. It's like, I, I, yeah. We we could talk about Anthony Rendon in baseball. But the reason that stands out because that's not how baseball thinks. You can talk about a guy in the NFL that thinks that that's what they, they give. They act like they give a care about you. NBA just doesn't. It was so. It was so uneventful that this is the commissioner at the trophy presentation. And to the Eastern Conference All Stars, you scored the most points. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Seriously. Well. Congrats. That was embarrassment. Adam Silver, does that not sound like a commissioner who's embarrassed? Of course he is, because he made statements saying it was going to be better before uh, they played this game, and it wasn't. And LeBron didn't play much. He came out, you know, he's still, he's questionable every game now. He and AD. But um, wasn't going to play much. He played in the first half. You didn't see him much in the second. I, 
I don't know how you make the game better. You can't force these guys to go play defense. Right. You, and then are we going to go back to the old thing? Well, why don't we just reward them? Let's give them more it's, for it's doing them. Yeah. what we want to see them do. That's, and, what they're, that's what they're talking about already. Anthony Edwards making statements like, no, this is a break for us. We don't care about this. It's like well, They that's... don't care. See, that's what I mean. They don't care. That's for NBA fan, folks, there's a reason that women's college basketball gets better numbers than you now. On nights where there are NBA games and a women's college basketball game, the women's college basketball game gets higher ratings than you. There's a reason for that. But you're tone deaf. You don't care. You know why? Because the checks are still cashing. And they're going to incentivize you for not doing your job. They're going to give you another incentive. Hey, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's make a mid or in-season tournament and give the each winner $500,000. Let's do that. To, to make it exciting, to make them do their jobs. Let's do that. And some players cared. Some of them did. Some of them wanted to win and say that they won some money. Some of them went Like, <clears throat> I don't think people have to like Giannis or the type of player that he is. But when he gets in the All-Star game, he takes it seriously. He's out there playing. He's right now, again, we could sit here and knock all the guys for not playing defense. But what did I say to you earlier, Rob? Like, if you're the one guy out there that's trying harder than everyone else, you're going to piss off all the other guys. Mm-hmm. Because you're out there like, what are you doing? Trying man? too hard. It's an all-star game. This is an exhibition. Yeah. Why are you out here? And, and oh, God forbid you injure somebody while you're playing hard. Well, and I just saw the highlight of, forgive me because I don't remember which all-star game it was. It was like 102-101. They're coming out. This is the fourth quarter with a minute left. And Kobe Bryant's like, I got Allen Iverson. So he's, he's covering him. Mm-hmm. Everybody's matched up. Jason Kidd's out there. And you see the guys playing defense in a game that was 102 to 101 mm-hmm. in an all-star game. And that's what I was telling you on, when we talked about this on Friday. There was a time when these guys played defense, mm-hmm. man. I mean, they had they would let you do your highlight stuff because it is an exhibition. But for the most part, there was a sense of pride. Here's why there are people like me who push back on LeBron James. I love LeBron James, the man. I told you that before. The man, I love him. The guy does all checks all the boxes. You know what I mean? He's married. Not a whole lot of rumors out there. The allegations of him doing extra stuff. Uh, never been in the headlines for anything bad. Came out of a bad situation and made himself a billionaire. For those things, I love LeBron James. However, I don't love the LeBron James era of the National Basketball Association because it's the friendship era. Let's play with our friends. Let's all be friends. Let's all let's all get along. Let's all do this. Let's all, let's all do this. There's a union and then there's, there's another union on top of the union. I don't like this era of the National Basketball Association. I don't. You I mean, guys are millionaires. You want to hang out? Wait till the offseason. You don't have to do it for 82 games. You don't. Hey, let me play my friend. Call, call him and see if he wants to join us next year. Then you call him. Oh, I got this other dude. He's a low-price free agent. Call him and see if he want to join us. Hey, you want to talk to the GM? Don't worry about him. Don't worry about the GM. I got this. That's what the NBA has become. That's the NBA that I don't like, Jeremy. And you're seeing that in the All-Star game. Well, you're seeing it across the board in all sports where it's they're offensive-driven, but the NBA is the one that really takes off, and you see it in the regular season games. And now you get a game that doesn't mean anything, and you see almost 400 points scored. You go, what the hell is this? Yeah, that's exactly what I say. 400 points. 397 points, folks. And here's a man right here, pointing at Jeremy Kahn, who loves the NBA. Mm-hmm. I don't know many people who love the NBA as much as Jeremy, let alone more, that you enjoy the game. 
No, no, the not game. From a, no, not from a viewing standpoint. I, I had the over, so I was from a gambling fired. standpoint. That's different. But from a viewer standpoint, did you? No, I mean, how can you? It's they, could you sell that product to somebody? No. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. Want to hear from you? We got shovels at nine fifteen. Daily line at nine thirty. Black History Moment and Encore at nine forty five. But on the other side, three hundred ninety seven points scored from the NBA All Star Game. Is this not the most arrogant tone death league? In all of professional sports, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.